0: What's up, guys? It's Justin. I'm here with Greg and Vinny for episode 18 of Baseball and Whatever. We got a lot to talk about. We got some stuff going on with the White Sox. We got the Feel the Dreams game is going on right now. We got some stuff to talk about with the Cubs, like Arietta getting DFA'd, and we've got some interesting stats. We also have a look at how the current uh, returns from the core are doing in the minors from all the trading. Uh, and then for our whatever section, I believe it was Greg suggested, we are just going to discuss what we've been watching on TV. I think uh, we have a lot of similarities in what we watch, but I think there's also probably a few things that we all differ on. So it should be pretty good. Uh,
1: yeah, li- literally ran out of ideas. So yeah. hey, man, <laughs> it's like, hey, what's on TV? Yeah, that's what you, know, you, come you can to, only so. do lists every week for so long before you need a little bit of a. Uh, a little bit of a great cleanser, exactly. right? so, Next yeah. week is like, hey, what's in the refrigerator? So yeah. <laughs> what did you, what you have for dinner last night? So, <laughs> that's just not a bad, that's not a bad, not a bad we're, idea. We're going
2: to have to start retooling like Kramer did.
0: Oh, yeah. the, when you <laughs> have the, the show yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly turn tape over um yeah. <laughs> so yeah so we got we got a variety of things to talk about um we got some good stuff planned but uh before we get into that if you are listening to us for the first time we are baseball and whatever we are Baseball focus, but we also talk about TV, movies, video games, uh, Star Wars, James Bond, DC, Marvel, you name it. We discuss it. Uh, and you can reach us on a variety of platforms. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com/slash baseball whatever. You can email us uh, your questions, your thoughts, your responses to something we say at baseball whatever at gmail.com, and you can tweet us at baseball and what. Those are the three easiest ways to get hold of us. So uh, without further ado, Greg, tell us, let's jump into the emails, tweets, and YouTube comments section of the show. What do you got for us this week?
1: Sounds good. Thank you, Justin. Welcome, guys. Good to be back with you. feel like it's been a while. feel like we yeah. did, what, like 12 episodes last week, and this is our first <laughs> one this
2: week. So I,
0: I cannot well, promise that this episode will be as smart-sounding as the interview we did with Michael Finn. Oh no, no. You know, God.
2: I must say, after listening to that, it was like uh, watching an episode of Frasier.
0: It was that smart. <laughs> He was awesome. Wow, he was awesome.
1: <laughs> Let's kick it off with Michael Finney. Anyway, if you didn't if you didn't um, catch our last episode, uh, we interviewed Michael Finney um, for the um, 1983 Chicago Columbian Exposition interview, and he. Uh, checked in on YouTube and just said thank you for having me on to talk about the project. Well, yeah. you are very welcome, Michael, and thank you, but thank you for coming on and chatting with us. That was uh, that was a lot of fun. And a great interview. So yeah, we if,
0: certainly appreciate it. If anybody's interested, again, uh, if you go back in the YouTube links or in the podcast uh, episode links, all the stuff for how to rent or buy the documentary he made on the 1893 Chicago World's Fair is there, as well as his book, which you can also buy on Amazon. So uh, there you go. Awesome.
1: So uh sticking with YouTube here. Uh welcome Christopher Valdez, new subscriber on YouTube. Thank you for subscribing. I thought this said Christoph Waltz at first. <laughs> I thought like, that oh, too. We right. <laughs> it's like we got Academy Award winners. Yeah. It's all that Big Bond deal. talk. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We got yep. we got Blofeld um subscribing to the podcast. But thank you, Christopher. Welcome. Uh glad you like our stuff. Um then we had a in person conversation with Vince where he was telling us the White Sox used to have their own network as well. I think we were chatting about Marquee. Yep. It was called Sox Vision. Sounds like a sounds like a Marvel uh, yeah, right? series. And he went on to say it failed.
0: Yeah, yeah, he he was explaining <laughs> to have. me. Yeah, we're
1: not watching it. So we're not watching it watching the game on Fox right now.
0: So <laughs> something something along the lines of in the '80s, you had to you got ahead to get a box from your cable subscriber, yeah, oh and that's God. how you tuned into the Sox games. Which um, I think awful. I would. Uh, yeah, that sounds just about as bad as Marquee. So uh, right, I, I think the com- I failed.
1: Right, the conversation was about Marquis in that time. Do. Mark, I don't think you think Marquis's gonna fail. I don't think it's failed yet, but do you think it's trending towards that direction? I don't know how much money they invested in this or whatever. Yeah. Seems like a lot, but it's like it eh, still hasn't, you know, kind of hit the ground running. I yet, think I it suppose. depends
0: on what, what you have to watch. Like, you they had a lot of Iowa Cubs games on there from what I was told, but you can't really televise those because now all the Iowa Cubs are in Chicago. So, um South Bend well, games, I don't know, Myrtle Beach well, games. Uh well you got all the
2: the the, uh, the new trade pieces coming that's up. So true. yeah, just that's just true. do like a revolving cycle around and you know, catch in on them.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like the the initial uh sell of the marquee network was it was gonna just be this amazing network. And from what I've heard, it's just like any other sports network, it doesn't really do anything special, but that's just what I've heard, so
1: uh, Lynn on YouTube writes in in regards to the Michael Finney 1983 interview. Lynn says, "Great interview, very informative. Glad we got a Ferris wheel instead of another Eiffel Tower. Yeah, thank God. With that Eiffel Tower garbage in our city, <laughs> Ferris wheels just fine. Even though it when I took the Frank, kids- does
0: your
2: wife listen to this podcast? Because
0: she'd yeah, be very upset saying, with she's you. She's Mrs. Does- Paris, right? I mean, she, yeah.
1: she is. So yeah, no, <laughs> don't need that. Although I will say, you know, to ride that Ferris wheel now, I think it." costs four people like 77 bucks or something like wow. that. that's too much. To ride the Ferris wheel. I think that we went down to Navy Pier over the summer and we rode the Ferris wheel. It was like 77 bucks there. It's like, what the hell?
0: I've never, yeah, out? I've never read the the modern one. I know my sister Does has. Does Ricketts on it. that?
2: Is that a...
1: <laughs> Not yet. Overcharging oh, yeah. Overcharging right. for it, yeah, yeah. It's gonna go up. So. he has his
0: way in if Wrigleyville stretches further east into the Navy Pier and Northern Loop, <laughs> maybe we'll see. Exactly.
1: <laughs> we'll see. Uh the moms continue to relate yeah. to baseball and whatever, Robin on Facebook. Again with the interview. Great job, guys. Very interesting conversation to interview. I thought it was very interesting about Wrigley's Juicy Fruit Gum and Vienna Hot Dogs being introduced here. Never knew that. Well, neither did we. So Very cool. Always good info. Uh, My mom did not write in. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> how she I don't know if she listens to podcasts, so I don't even know if she knows. Doing isn't a podcast, she a, she's but. a
0: big runner, right? You, you hook her up with that. Yeah. She can listen while she runs.
1: Yeah, but she's like no sound from oh, it. Like it's gotta oh. be yeah, it's got two too distracting. Oh jeez, so okay. Gotta be gotta be one with the one with one the, the runner. whatever yeah. kind of crap she says. So <laughs> um and then a uh, really, really a quick shout out to Mr. Brian Dobson of JBR. Thank you for the Twitter follow. Um, this dude, I mean, this is like, you know, just sneaking a little Bond stuff right here. He knows every single watch Bond has worn in the movies. Guys, if you thought I was bad, <laughs> dude, I don't know. I know like two of the watches. This guy knows all 24. So Brian you know, Dobson, JBR. I'm going to be we're gonna be contacting you. Maybe we might have to do a little slime. I didn't even know that. Bond wore it's a watch. Weird.
0: Oh, oh Justin, yeah, stop. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I, I knew was from, gonna say, you from Goldeneye. From yeah. Goldeneye. That's that's <laughs> the only watch
1: I know. <laughs> um, last thing I have for you guys is that um MLB the show 21, haven't touched on that in a while, but released a ton of new Field of Dreams game content, including the stadium they're playing at right now. That's cool, and that is free in the uh, classic stadiums uh what is it tab when you do stadium selector and that's across all platforms guys. So PS five, PS four, Xbox one, series X, whatever. Um, I think that's our first classic stadium since like 2013. So that's cool. You're to stay in the game and super excited. Plus some for you diamond dynasty guys, you know, some new cards, stuff like that. Um, So go check that out if you're into MLB, the show. And I think very cool. That's everything for our correspondence this evening.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Keep uh, keep your comments on the Facebook page or YouTube channel or the email. Keep them coming. So we have more to say. Um, all right. Well, I guess we might as well just jump into the White Sox. Uh, Greg, you want to start us off with them, uh, unfortunately, sweeping the Cubs this week. And I'd say it was more than a sweep. It was more like a. Um, hey, now
2: that no, was close. One game. They went uh, to extras.
0: That's true.
1: That's beating, true. beating, beating. I'll call it that. <laughs> and who's was this guy Crawley's bitching about it on Twitter. Oh uh, yeah,
0: he he is. So yeah, Crawley's Cub Kingdom, I believe. The only thing I know about him is he was on. You remember that old CSN Chicago show where the I think it was Gas Money and then it turned into Beer Money. Yeah. They would go around to bars and a- ask trivia questions. He he wanted or he was on it. Um, and I know, I think that's kind of how he's gotten his Twitter fame a little bit. But I, I saw you were interact- in- interacting, interacting, interacting <laughs> with him a little bit this week, Greg. A
1: little bit because, I, well, I mean, you guys, I think I started it. For, you started. You were like, because <laughs> he was saying that he, he was, was upset, upset that they were going. It. Yeah, you know, let's go White Sox at the at Wrigley or whatever. Yeah. Too fucking bad. We listen to Go Cubs Go at guaranteed rate yeah. all the fucking time for yeah. the past six years. Can't deal with it. Tough shit, you know? You've been, yeah. you've been you've been a contender since like twenty fifteen. Get over it. Now it's over. Too bad. If, if anything, I'm Find almost your players next time. I'm hoping so.
0: that sends a message to Cubs ownership. Like, look, the Sox fans have invaded Wrigley. Maybe we need to, you know, work on putting <laughs> a hopefully putting a competitive team out next season. We'll see.
2: Everybody's been invading Wrigley. The Brewers. Yeah. I mean, I was listening to the game today at work, and yeah, I was I don't know who hit a home. One of the the Brewers players hit a home run. I mean, probably everybody yeah. did it at some point, yeah. but <laughs> it sounded like there was a good uh, representation from the Brewer fans, unfortunately. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. what do you expect? Wrigley,
0: yeah, stay home. It's not even worth going. Why bother? No. But anyway, continue, Greg. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> uh, the Yankees just took the lead in the field of dreams Game. Oh, no. Had like a 500-foot bomb. Thanks a lot, uh, Giancarlo. Who do you hit it off of? Anyway. Um, oh, you get it off of Liam. No, Liam oh. does give up the long ball occasionally. Whoops. Whoops. Um. All right, skipping ahead. That's why I got to have Kimberl as the col- closer. Sorry. Well,
0: he uh, pitched in the <laughs> eighth tonight. I saw. I did see that. He, he pitched did in pitch in the eighth. Eight
1: all right. Look, I'll say. I'll say about this. I'm not ready. I mean, if you're gonna, <laughs> if you're gonna do that, let, I don't want roles assigned. Then Liam Hendricks is the closer of this team if you're going to if you're going to assign roles he's a closer if you're going to do situational bullpen matchups that's fine kimbrel closes hendricks closes that's fine i mean hendricks gives up the long ball too as we just saw which is crucial in 7th or 8th innings and those innings cannot be clean either and he comes better with a clean inning so i'll just say that about that but anyway <laughs> rodons on the 10 day il with yeah i I, was, yeah, I saw that. has that
0: been like frustrating i thought I was kind of surprised by that
1: yeah, he he had something he had something nagging on his uh was it his bicep or something? Oh, um, they call it fatigue um,
2: though Sh- shoulder fatigue. Maybe
1: that's what it was. Shoulder fatigue. Maybe that's what yeah. it was. So, but that that's okay. okay. I don't need I don't need him. You know, hurt or anything. Yeah, long-term. If we can rest this guy, that's totally fine. He was supposed to start tonight, but um, big bastard uh, got the start and he did he did pretty well. He did what he would five innings, four hits, four and runs. He kind of got Lane, hit a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Lance Lane yeah. got hit. Um. But uh Eloy is still killing baseballs out there. He did it against yep. Cubs, twins. He's doing it again tonight, uh, with a big, big home run. Um, six so far. You know, since he's come back, he's played like what six or seven games. So yeah. this is
2: this is like yeah, so he's he's been on a tear since he's come see. back. Oh, yeah. No, totally that's I mean, the uh impact bat you guys were picking up at the yeah, deadline, pretty much.
1: Right? Yeah, it kind of it, yeah. it kind of worked out pretty nicely. So um, so Eloy's back. He's killing the ball. Um, uh, Another guy's back. Luis Robert, we talked about. Mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. They did option Gavin Sheets to Charlotte, which makes sense, you know, because he does, you know, have options and he was struggling a little bit. But so we'll see what happens with that. I thought it was going to be Jake Lamb. You yeah, know, I DFA'd so Um guess but it was Tony's though. guy, though, right? He is Tony guy. Yeah, that that is very true. So, you know that that's totally fine. He's, he's on the active roster. He does whatever he does, but uh, I'm looking forward to, you know, I mean, Gavin sheets still in the organization. Didn't trade him uh, a little more time in triple a. So I'm excited for this kid's future. At least I'm sure we'll see him in the big league club Mm -hmm. uh, in the not too distant future. It'll be on our next grade 32. There we go. Who was the last great 32? Alex Fernandez. Oh, you want to include Adam Dunn. Maybe. Yeah.
0: I'll take Alex Fernandez. <laughs> I'll take well,
1: Kip, Kip, <laughs> Kip Wells. I don't know. Oh, so, oh, Dust, Dustin Hermanson. Uh, those are the ones that come to mind. So, no, thank you. Um, <laughs> no, thank you. Oh, man. Uh, so I've been really positive about the White Sox, guys. And I like pretty much everything going on, except for one thing that's really annoying and that's 21 Zach Collins <laughs> is very, very bad. And I think he should be very, very gone soon. Actually, Southside Showdown wrote a pretty, you know, interesting article. It's pretty much saying everything we're thinking, you know, yeah. is that is Zach Collins long for major league baseball, or at least you know, with the White Sox playing, you know, at this level. Yeah. I think think the answer is no. Because, I mean, he's definitely not figured out here. We don't have time for him to figure out the bat and the defense here at the Big League level because we we need to win right now. When was so. he drafted? 2018, our first okay. overall pick, I believe. Yeah, oh, he, wow. first round pick. Jeez, he was a first-round pick. He was His a first-round like, pick. He was a first-round
2: pick. He wasn't first overall, though. He would,
1: no, he wasn't first no. overall. Okay, he just first been, round. He, he, he might have been, he might have been, like, 10th overall or something. Okay. Like that. I
2: can't I can't remember. Well, he's in the, the company of like Ian Happ and Albert Elmora. Yeah, but I'd read <laughs> I think I'd I mean look the
1: last don't 15 say it games, don't say saying, you would want it don't say things you can't right, take it right, the last 15 games he has an 037, 257, 037 slap. one hit, one single. He has four home runs total This is a the guy they want to be our lefty power bat. He has four home runs, one hit in his last 15 games. If you want that production, go ahead and get Matt Trainer out of retirement, and see if you want numbers <laughs> like that, or go get his wife Misty May. It's like Jesus. I mean, we just we just you know can't have this. We have Zebby Zavala right now, yeah, who is known for his defense. Like that was his thing. He's a defensive guy right now. Yep. So Sox fans are asking the question: Should Zebby Zavala be on the postseason roster instead of Collins? The simple answer is, fuck, yes. (laughs) Sign me up for 44 right now. The last 15 games. Okay, the offense isn't pretty. He hit a home run tonight, which is awesome. That's his fourth. 216, 310, 459, not counting tonight. He had the three home runs in one game. That was was awesome. The pitching staff loves this guy, apparently. That's the big thing right there. Yeah. Our pitching staff is carrying this team right now. Our pitchers are carrying this team. If we can get a reliable guy behind the plate, I want to keep them happy. And if when's, Zach Collins uh, needs to go, send him away and keep Zebby Savala. deal with Grandal coming at the back. Plate,
2: what's that? When's Grandal? He's, he's
1: soon. He's soon.
2: Okay. So, yeah. he, he, so at this point, he, he, it he'll should be, be optioned, right? He, he will be, yeah, he will be yeah down, I, that, that, that's Unless the they, unless they,
1: unless they go three. What I don't want guys is three I catchers. don't want Sebi Zavala gone. I think he should be here. The rest of the, he's pretty much sense. turning into Lance Lynn's personal catcher right now. Yeah. So any, and he's and he yeah. showed a little bit with the bet. So I don't, if Collins needs to go, I'm like, screw. I mean, yeah, it's always nice to have a lefty bat, a lefty power hitter on the team. That's supposed to be Collins, but guess what? He's not that because he can't hit. So yeah. it's like, what's the right. point? Then it's just a waste of space. So and he can't play defense, he can't catch. So yeah, like what what are yeah. we doing here?
0: Something tells me that decision is gonna get pushed further down the road once September call-ups happen, too, right? I mean, like they have time to make that decision, maybe Maybe uh, you know, maybe Collins turns it on and finds it. I don't know. I-, I didn't realize he was a 2018. I mean, like he's still pretty young then to be already in the majors, right? And you I mean, know what?
1: Yes, I like him. He needs to figure stuff out. I don't yeah. know if it's gonna translate in the future. I don't know if you look to move him this off season for anything. I mean, he we just don't have time right now for him to figure no, it out. No, that's true. Uh that's with true. what we're doing right now. I mean, we need the reliability, and if you can't really, you know. Play, you know, play good defense. Then, and, and Zavala can, and they have the same number of home runs right now. It's like I think, I think and that's what you want out of your
2: backup catcher. I mean, he doesn't. Zavala doesn't have to be anything.
1: Oh, no, like, he did. He right. He's the backup no. catcher. So you want him exactly. to. Exactly. Pretty much want, the backup you,
2: catcher is just a defensive guy, anyways, it, right? Exactly. It's yeah. 100%. So 100%. So. And Zach Collins, by the way, was drafted in 2016. Okay. 10th overall. So 2016. He's 20, okay. Yeah. So, and he's 26 years old. So, uh, the. Fox kind of ticking. Oh, okay, him. yeah, he's older I than know, I thought. I didn't then. know he was that old. Yeah, I thought he was younger. But I
0: feel like as a backup wow. catcher, you gotta be above like the Paul Baco line, right? Like <laughs> for the for the longest time, Paul Baco was the Cubs backup, and I think he was kind of relegated to being Greg Maddox's personal per- catcher. Yeah, personal yeah. catch. Yeah, I mean, was he gonna hit? Specialist. I mean, he was batting like 201 like every season at that, but he was a good defensive catcher. And if yeah, if Zavala is better defensively than Collins. And, you know, maybe Collins needs more seasoning. I don't know. But like you said, Greg, now is not the time in the midst of a pennant chase and no. world series aspirations is not the time to try and figure out what this guy's got. You know what I no. mean? So,
1: no, you're absolutely correct. And I honestly, I like, like I said, I like him. I hope mm-hmm. he figures it out for his, for I mean, obviously for his sake, for our sake, if he's still with us or, you know, if he goes on to somewhere else and wish him the best, but it's not the year, man, you can't be like, Bringing us, you know, bringing this team down like that. I mean, right now he's technically the starting catcher, and Zavala's getting more work because the pitching staff likes him more. So, sounds like a future Cubs catcher. Ooh, get him for cheap. Yeah, get get him, get him for really cheap. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, the last thing I have is kind of like one of those forgotten guys on the White Sox that we forget, you know, he's back on the team. He's mm-hmm. been disappeared for a little while. Renato Lopez, what the hell? Pitching pretty well uh, for his role right now, which is kind of like a opener, swingman, mostly relief. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. So um, he pitched against the Twins the other day. They lost that game, but, you know, he did. He opened for three innings, a hit, two walks, four strikeouts. Not too bad, too bad they couldn't score any fucking runs. Um, <laughs> overall, the season of 135 ERA, 20 innings pitched, 22 strikeouts that's pretty good. Uh, 0.75 whip, two games started, and 10 total appearances that's not too shabby at all. So, huh. we kind of got a right handed fireballer out of the bullpen if he can keep that up. And we all know Ronaldo can be really bad, but maybe this <laughs> kind of role for him. Uh yeah. might be yeah. something.
0: This might be might what be he needs in order to, to prosper. Yeah. yeah. Hey, if, so. if
1: he keeps doing what he's doing, it's like I will gladly have him, you know, on yep. this team or whatever. What, what, what I mean, if he just needs to come in to face one, you know, or three dudes or whatever. Like, yep. So be it. So yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll keep an eye on him. White socks, walk it off, baby. Nine really eight. wow, thank you, Tim. Anderson, ah, uh,
0: what a Whew. what a what a man, what a third it's short a good what a short time, time. Yeah. to be <laughs>
1: a White Sox fan, ladies and gentlemen. It's <laughs> a good time to be a White Sox fan.
0: Uh, that's any, you, uh, that's boys. all you got. You're you're spent, you're tapped out from all this awesome, white, white, white Sox, Sox win
1: nine to eight, man. I... The mound, TA taking it deep. <laughs> oh, there's Judge crying, walking off the field. Uh, he's crying. To, Sox win. A hey, looks like he is, but uh
0: Why? it's a regular season game. Why would? Yeah. Okay, I, I don't well, think he's, I
1: don't think he's actually. Crying. Oh, oh, okay. He looks, he looks. Yeah. I'm, I'm just kind well, of. Well, I, I gotta know, s- fuck it. He's crying.
0: What a whip. <laughs> I gotta say, it's it's so exciting to hear a team that their biggest concern right now is their backup catcher. I can't even imagine what that's like. Right, I know. It's. <laughs> it's and i mean and don't get me wrong bad. i'm i'm excited for the future of the cubs but uh man only yeah <laughs> that's the only issue all but right justin justin just
2: just think though over the past couple of years has that been the only thing we've only been con- concerned about one position. Oh, no, no, it's no, no, no stop. never stop. Which it's is, never been just one no. position, which is
0: probably more telling that things were more broken than yes. people think back, you know, people are looking yes. back with rose colored glasses and it Would, clearly wasn't the case. So geez, we, this podcast
2: was started because you needed therapy every week because of how bad the Cubs were. And that was
0: when they had yeah. all the core. And that's what, yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, Vinny, I'm glad you brought up the core. So I'm assuming this was Vinny to put this on here. We're going to switch to the Cubs now. It was uh, uh, Greg. Was it Greg? Okay. Greg, do you I'm have just down kidding. It was No, it, wasn't, no, it <laughs> wasn't me. I was like, I put the some look, stuff down. Yeah, it's to drop. Um, yeah. So Vinny's going to tell us a little bit about the returns that the Cubs got from trading, you know, Rizzo, Bryant, and Baez, uh, along with Kimbrel, I believe, right? Or just uh, those three? I didn't.
2: I didn't okay. No, I didn't. That's fine. Kimbrel. I, I, didn't that's, didn't I meant just the Horn. core, yeah.
0: Um, yeah. But from what I've heard, things are looking kind of good. So Vinny, you got a little bit more information on that? Yeah, just to
2: start off, the Cubs farm system was like in the mid twenties, mm-hmm. uh, bottom, and now they're. I've seen people rank them as high as eight. I don't, I don't know what goes into the rankings. I don't know who who, who a lot of the people are, where they're getting the numbers from. But I've seen top ten farm system, but more like nine or eight. So to make that big of a jump, it's quite incredible on the players that they got in return. Uh, I was quickly going to also go through you, Darvish, the return for him. and yeah, oh, yeah. Check yeah. in on those players. Uh Owen Cassie in uh, the ACL division. Uh, he's got a uh, 101 plate appearances. He's batting 363 on base, four ninety-five, slugging six seventy-five with an OPS of one one seven zero. So pretty darn good. Yeah, pretty and good and really and really for the return for Darvish, I mean, even if they hit on one of them, I'd say yeah, it's, I'll take it. I mean, it, not necessarily a win, but it's it's still a, a good return. Yeah, no, that's a uh, win. If you makes it more it on palatable, at least, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a win. Yeah. Um Ishmael Mina uh or Mena uh, I'm going to butcher all these names. Center center fielder uh he's in the ACL as well. Uh he's got 112 plate appearances, 2 237 295 340 with an OPS of 635. Not too uh good. Yeah, um, not, nothing crazy but, there. But yeah, well maybe it will get better. Yeah. Um Reginald Persidio. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Did I say that right, Justin? I believe that's right. right.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's right.
2: He's also in the ACL. Uh, Played appearances uh, 108, and his batting average is 351, uh, 407 on base, slugging 495 with an OPS of 902. So, another solid performance from him or he's doing well as well so that's a good return there mm-hmm. um and last um i i'm just not even going to say his first name cuz i would butcher it um uh <laughs> santana he uh between the acl and uh a ball he's in myrtle beach right now he's mm-hmm. bat, uh, he's got 134 plate appearances he's batting 204 on base 316 slugging 230 OPS of five forty six. So he better than Zach Collins. <laughs> yeah, he, he is uh, needs to put on some muscle, I think, and yeah, be able to get that ball out of the infield. But he's doing, uh, he was doing a lot better in the ACL. Uh, he's doing terrible in an uh, A ball. He's hitting one forty seven, two thirty eight mm. on base percentage, one seventy three slugging. So Ouch. yeah, his yeah his stats uh, combined are being held up by the ACL. Okay. Um. Rizzo's return. They got an outfielder and a right-handed pitcher. Uh, The outfielder Kevin El Contra. He's in the uh, his stats between the ACL and the FCL, which is the where the Yankees rookie league is played. Okay. Um. He's got 61 plate appearances. His batting average is uh, 365 on base, 443 slugging, 557. So an OPS of 1020. So, nice. Doing well. Yeah. Um, Right-handed pitcher Alexander Vizcaeno, Uh He's got 7.2 innings pitched this year. Uh, 8.22 ERA, a whip of 2.478. Uh, walks mm. per nine is 14.1 and his strikeout for nine is 11.7 so either he's striking someone out or walking them <laughs> and then giving up a big hit. yeah
0: it's a <laughs> um, manager's nightmare <laughs> yeah
2: and that's between uh, high A uh, and the FCL league so okay. but he, don't, he only has 7.2 innings pitch so it's not oh
0: well that, yeah maybe he had yeah. just a rough rough couple innings you know yeah All right.
2: Yep. Um, Baez's return. Pete Crow Armstrong, who is currently hurt. So this is uh, his stats from high A-ball with the uh, Mets organization. He's got 32 plate appearances, batting 417, on base percentage of 563, and slugging 500 for an OPS of 1063. So... Um, he was a first round draft picked, I believe in 2019. Um, I believe you're right. He was, um, uh, he was a high school prospect. So he came out of high school and was considered one of the best hitting prospects in the drafts or for, I, I think in the drafts or out of all the high schoolers. Um, so yeah, he was a, a pretty darn good return for Baez, and I guess Trevor Williams, but um, mm-hmm. mainly, mainly bias. So yeah. Um, so he's doing well. Oh, he was doing well. Hopefully he comes back and he's only, he's only 19 right now. So he's, he's a young kid. So,
0: um,
2: moving on to Bryant, we have, uh, Alexander, uh, Canario. I've heard a lot about him. Yeah. Yes. Over the past four, uh, games, he's hit four home runs in a game each or one home run per game in the last Mm. four. So. Um, between uh, low A and high A this year, uh, he's hitting uh, he's had 300 or 316 plate appearances. He's got a 245 batting average on base percentage of 329 and a slugging of 466, an OPS of 795. But if we look at just his time and high A ball with the Cubs, uh, he's got 42 plate appearances batting 308. On base of 357, slugging 667 for an OPS of 1024. So doing well in the Cubs system so far, and hopefully he keeps that up. And nice. now, Greg, you had homework for Justin and I,
0: right? Yes, I on did. On the last po- podcast. Justin, did you watch any of his swings? And, <sighs> yes, I did. Comp? Yes, I did. To me, that swing looked like Moises Alou. I don't okay. think that's who you're looking for, but just the way when he would make contact, it was so effortless. It just kind of the ball launched, but I don't think that's who Greg was going for.
1: There's no there's I, no right or wrong answer. <laughs> I was just saying who it reminds you of. So for me, uh, it was, I know you uh, guys checked me some of
2: your answers. Yeah, who yeah. do you think, Vinny? I had slamming Sammy Sosa just I not, the only ones I saw for him were the home runs uh with the Cubs and the way he <laughs> swings that bat so violently. It just reminded mm-hmm. me of Sammy on some of mm-hmm. his uh famous home run swings. so yeah, that's who I had. but Greg, you had someone different because we talked about it a little. I bit.
1: did have someone different and I did look at the Sammy Sosa uh swing and I did see, you know there there are some similarities some I kinda, I, yeah, I do like I do like that comp. little Sammy had much more of a controlled power swing and a yeah. smoother stroke. This guy, if he um you know has a little better plate discipline, Then the person I'm about to name, there could be something there, but that swing screamed Javi Baez. (laughs) Oh, no! (laughs) Even just with with the bat, I mean, the bat, well, the the good parts of it. Let me me say that. How do I put this? The good parts of it. Good bat speed, good hands, good extension. Um, It just needs, you just need to, you know, I mean... The swings I saw, I mean, they were all, you know, full extension power swing. You get that plate discipline going. You have a little bit more, you know, of control with it. Yeah. Um, there could be something, but the hands look good. They're in a good spot. Um, I think, I think he might, you know, this, this could, I mean, just from what you see, there's, you know, boom bust, you could say at the moment yeah. right now. Um, but uh, I I have a, I'm going to be, this is like the guy I'm going to be watching, you know, the mm-hmm. countertrainer I'm going to be watching um i find it really interesting i like to see because that can you can this guy has the potential to hit a lot of home runs and i hope he does yeah um but yeah that that swing that violent swing as you said Vinny, just screamed javi Baez. yep so i don't know if yep. you guys saw that too but look at some of javi Baez's swing with the cubs and look at this guy i mean you can see a lot of yeah <laughs> a I, lot of, just with that extension and everything is like whoo with, with think hobby, all
2: it, I could picture are swings in the dirt. So yeah, I didn't see all it actually connecting. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: I didn't see any video. I mean, on YouTube, you're limited. I didn't see any yeah. any video of him swinging stuff in the dirt. It's mostly pitches in the zones. It, yeah, I don't really know what he's chasing or whatever, but. um Yeah, hopefully that uh, he's got a little bit of a better, uh, better head up there. Uh, Oh, he's got a 357 on base
2: percentage. I don't think Hobby ever had a 357. Oh, that's a start. No,
1: no, that's (laughs) good. You know that that that's a good sign. That's a good sign because he can take his walks and. You know he can he can see some more pitches up there because hobby yep. doesn't see very many so no, <laughs> no he's he's
0: if you uh if you go to buy a beer or get some nachos or popcorn or a hot yeah. dog at the game you'll miss his at bat by the time yeah. you get back so right he,
1: he likes those fifty eight footers a lot so mm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just past the pitcher's mound. All right, right. um so a couple, couple other small tidbits from the Cubs. They're, they made some roster moves this week. They called up Justin Steele, who uh, was a pitcher at AAA. He was a relief pitcher. They'd been stretching him out the last couple weeks, maybe for about a month or so, if that sounds right. He got his first start this week against the Brewers. He pitched five innings, gave up three runs on five hits in a four to two Milwaukee win. So overall, can he eat some innings the rest of the way? Which is really all you need. <laughs> sure, I give him the experience, give him a shot. We'll see what happens. I know he's kind of like a little bit, and I wouldn't say highly touted, but he's been touted a little bit as somebody that could make the rotation next year. Maybe 28th, uh, ranked prospect, I think with the, Cubs yeah, right yeah, so that sounds about right. So we'll see. I mean, I was, he, he didn't look, uh, he didn't get embarrassed, I guess is, yeah. is my qualifier for the rest of the season is how did, you know, you, you lost, but was it at least a competitive loss, which I guess four to two would fall into that category. He did Unlike, better than the. Uh,
2: I was gonna say he did better than both the uh, World Series veterans the Cubs had. Yes.
0: So let's get into that. So Jake Arrieta, designated for assignment, also known as, and I don't usually swear, but get the fuck out is what that was. Um <laughs> Oh man, click that explicit. Click the explicit on. tag. Uh, yeah. I, let me. I'll just go into a little diatribe here. I, I Jake Arrieta, <laughs> a, he had probably one of the best runs as a pitcher from I'd say what 2015 to 2017, roughly with the Cubs, give or take. Yep. You can
1: throw in 2014 in
2: there. Yeah, yeah. pretty solid. When, add, when, like yeah. middle of 2014. Yeah,
0: when when they got him from the Orioles, you could see they made some tweaks, some adjustments, and and I will never discredit how how dominant he was for that for the for those seasons, especially that 20. 15 to t- into 2016, like he was lights out. It was like must see TV he had, a, you know, the no hitter in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to the Phillies, kind of never found it really with the Phillies. There's a lot of injuries. And then I-, I still don't understand why they brought him back. Uh, you know, uh, you, th- for his salary, you could have just kept Lester for pretty much the same thing. Right. And, and Lester, traded him and, he and got, traded the Cardinals him. And got yeah, a piece for yep. a draft pick. Yeah. Um, so I I don't know. So that's the first part. The second part, though, is from what I've been reading, he's, he was kind of a little bit toxic to the clubhouse this year. Between the you know, refusing to in the beginning of the season, refusing to admit he had a problem with his pitching, he kept saying, Oh, I still got it, I just got to find it. It's like, Well, dude, time's running out, dude. You, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, and then there was the whole thing about you know, not he was kind of falling into that anti vax territory, which I think you know, caused a divide in the clubhouse from what I read. Um, and just here's a couple stats. His era this season was 6.88. That is the highest in Cubs history for a season where the pitcher had 20 starts in history. So he had the highest era in Cubs history from a pitcher at 20 starts. That's from
1: so he's at the highs, so he's at the highs and the lows. Yes, almost. Yeah,
0: it's a cautionary tale, as in do not bring back people from championship years. Um, (laughs) He, uh, so yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, uh, like I said, he did an amazing, he was an amazing pitcher back in the day, but uh, it's, it's a, it's a, what have you done for me now business? You know, it it is what it is, but he had to go. And I know some people were saying, oh, he, he was losing games. He was getting us closer to a higher draft pick. Yes, I get that. But (laughs) At some point, let, let one of the, I'd rather be happy with seeing some young kid from Iowa get a chance, even if he's just as bad or worse, at least you're, you're getting them some exposure and some experience in the majors. I don't know. How do you guys feel about the whole area? I
1: I agree. I agree with what you said there, Justin, but Vinny, go ahead.
2: Yeah. uh, I mean, Justin, I think you said it perfectly. Um, You know, it it was nice that his losses were bringing us closer to a higher draft pick. (laughs) Um, Just kind of bottom out this, the rest of this year. Um, but yeah, I, I, if he was truly toxic in the locker room, which he seemed kind of like, since you already swore, he seemed like an ass. Um, so you don't have to worry about hitting the button again. Um, (laughs) he just seemed kind of like an ass, especially yesterday's, uh,
0: Oh yeah. We didn't even get into the interview where he
2: was it Bruce that he said that. Yeah. He said it to Bruce Levine. Yeah. Yeah. Bruce asked him a question and Bruce had a mask on and he told him to take his mask off or something. I, it's like, dude. (laughs) I get it. You sucked out there, but just, you yeah. know, don't take it out on other people. No, just,
0: you don't know. Bruce Levine's an older it. guy. You <laughs> don't know if he's immunocompromised. I mean, not to get into the whole health aspect, but it's like, yeah. dude, just saying, yep, I I sucked. Yeah. You know why you got to try and, and, and shift. The yeah. Right. Attention somewhere else. But yeah. Yeah. So. I I would ask Bruce
1: Levine to wear a mask, regardless of COVID. Or not. <laughs> I want to see his face anyway. So,
0: but that's just, that's just Greg's thoughts on Bruce Levine. <laughs> yep. Um, so, yeah, so, you know, good luck. Good riddance. Uh, I do not see him getting picked up by another team. I would be, I, anybody want to take a bet on if he gets picked up? I by bet the Cardinals pick Cardinals. I was going the
1: Cardinals
0: where former great. Cubs go to die. Apparently, uh, yeah. or, or, yeah. or, or the angels,
1: angels. Oh God! I th- I think all the Cardinals starting pitchers are like over thirty five. I mean, if you take yeah, um, Clarity right. out of the equation, and Lester you know, ha- Lester J. Happ now, um yeah. Wainwright, they're all they're all forty. So speaking
0: of the Angels, that team, you know, they're like the Titanic. What a throw, waste! Throw a lifeboat yeah. to what Trout damn and Otani, waste. and uh, just just sink the damn thing. I Forge- mean, like, I mean, yeah, awful. I mean. Take Trout out of the equation, like you said, just just Otani now. Yeah, is going to win the MVP. Yeah, on a shit team that, and, and it's <sighs> not like they've been good recently. Have right? Like my yeah. No, yeah. my recent memory, like I don't remember them being competitive for at least the last seven, eight years. Does that sound right? They made the postseason what
1: one year, like what eight yeah. years ago or something. Okay. That, that's the only time Mike
0: Trout's been there, I think, and that was all short lived, if I'm not mistaken. But. I mean, to, to be honest, tr- I don't think Trout cares, considering he probably dives into a a vault of cash like Scrooge yeah. McDuck every night. But uh,
1: right, yeah, and he's or if he's just you know looking at the weather and chasing yeah, tornadoes, yeah. So, yeah, like Philip Seymour Hoffman and Twister, that's, that's like right, his that's ideal.
0: Right. <laughs> Um, <sighs> just a couple other stats I had for you guys that I thought were very interesting. Uh, since throwing the combined no hitter against the Dodgers in June, the Cubs have gone 10 and 31. Uh, that is a 244 win percentage. Or if you extrapolate that over 162 game season, that is a 39 win season. That's uh, good, right? <laughs> yes, that's if, if if losing was good. Yes, that'd be amazing. I'm so no that math is,
2: petition but that sounds great. Yes, <laughs>
0: that was from Michael Cerimi of the Bleacher of Bleacher Nation. Uh, another couple stats before we move on: the Cubs got outscored by 28 runs and getting swept by the Brewers this week. That is the second worst run differential in a four game sweep in franchise history. Uh, mm. So they are literally playing. That the, also
2: sounds really good.
0: Yeah, they're. <laughs> They are literally playing the worst baseball in franchise history right now. Uh, that was from Jesse Rogers. This is also from Jesse Rogers. The, oh, God, I, can't, I wish I was making this up. The Cubs have lost consecutive games by a 10 plus run differential for the fourth time in the modern era, which starts at 1900 and is the eighth time in franchise history. That was also from Jesse <laughs> Rogers. And then lastly, probably my favorite being the history teacher on the podcast the Cubs have went win- uh the Cubs went winless on a homestand of seven or more games for the first time since when World War Two <laughs> is that when they had the the Women's League playing for them? Y- you know, I, I would much rather watch the Rockford Peaches right now than the Chicago. Right? Cowboys, that's just me. <laughs> You know, so, you,
1: you got to love when the Cubs, you know, stats and, you know, dates go back to like the 19. Oh, yeah. You know, that's, oh yeah. just, that's yeah. just there, too. It's like, oh, we, cir- we circling back to hundreds of years ago. Yeah. It's like, oh, no. Yeah.
0: So, um yeah. You know, we're
1: back to there's always next next year.
0: Yeah, right. Case, so. It's going to happen. Those stupid signs that people used to always bring to the what? game.
2: Uh, just just think though if you were back in world war ii and you were a fan of the cubs i mean gosh you'd probably want to get drafted, drafted yeah of having to yeah. watch <laughs> what do we have Seriously. we have to sit here and be on a podcast right. and talk about how bad they are yeah, <laughs> yeah. going
1: yeah i was just i'm going they had options back then.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah pacific theater or european um yeah. All right, so that's all I got for the Cubs. But Greg created a little game for us called The Bad yeah, Guy. Yeah, you guys want to play a little game? Yeah, let's play it. Yes. Tell us about it.
1: Do you guys have any idea? I don't say it yet if you have no, any idea. No, no, I have no, uh, no. no clue. Okay, so I'll um I'll go through. So I left off the uh, dates uh, and the years intentionally because I feel like that might have uh, given it away a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. But a little bit of, uh, since there's, you know, We'll have a little fun in the Cubs section. I know it wasn't, you know, that much fun <laughs> uh, for some people, at least. Um, so we're we'll just, play, we'll just play a little that guy. You remember that guy, Cub? Who am I? So he was a relief pitcher. He finished his MLB career with the Cubs. That was 2017. He signed as a free agent for a year and six million. He was age 42, relief pitch 2017, okay. you said? 2017, yeah. His last MLB appearance was against the Atlanta Braves. His Cubs jersey number was the same number Chris Bryant wore in his first year at Iowa. Um, This pitcher is a former ALCS MVP and World Series winner. He's a former All-Star. He made his major league debut against the Yankees. Um, He was actually the number two starter behind Jeremy Guthrie that year. I believe that year was 2009 and the Baltimore Orioles. The last thing, he owns a signed game-used glove from Roger Clemens. Who is that cub? He so was an, he a starter
2: when he won the
1: MVP, I'm assuming, then? He was not. He was a closer for that team, for that World Series winning team. If I give the year, it might – if I give the year in the team, it might give it away. I'm trying but to I'll,
0: think of former –
2: what, 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 what was Chris Bryant's number in Iowa?
1: 19 his first year and this pitcher won the alcs mvp and world series in 2013 for the boston red sox they believe is an all-star in 2014
0: god i, don't, I almost said i know when well, you Don, say that but it's not him no He's, he never played no. for the cubs
2: yeah he choked out a uh, bryce harper <laughs> yeah <laughs> Last year at the uh, yeah, Clubs 2017,
1: know, age 42. I believe I when you say setup, the name.
2: Man. I know when you say the name, it's be like, oh yeah, I remember that guy. God,
0: I have I have, I have no freaking clue, Greg. This is
2: good. <laughs> well, for those of you
1: listening right now, before I release the name, uh just send in your best guess right now to email and see if you got it. Uh if you guys want me to reveal the name, I'll go right ahead.
0: What do you think, Vinny? Should we wait and see if anyone knows it and emails in
1: or should we release it now?
0: I can we can wait till next
1: week. That's totally fine. I don't know. Do you want to do a, a do, do a little research? A little
0: re yeah, I don't
1: know. Sure. Yeah. Okay. We'll do I, a little research? Yeah, yeah, let's do a little bit. Yeah, right, we'll we'll reveal it. We'll reveal it next episode. Then we'll see if you can guys can come up with some answers. I'll leave the clues uh on here if you guys yeah. want the maybe want we, I'll tweet date, them out. I'll give too. you guys yeah. a date if you need. If you guys pick a thing, I'll give you a date. So okay. So Um,
0: for those a year or a year, rather, for those playing at home, this is a former Cub. He was a pitcher. He finished his career with the Cubs. He signed a one year, six million dollar deal at age 42. Last appearance was against the Braves. His jersey number was 19, which was Chris Bryant's jersey number in Iowa. Former (laughs) ALCS MVP and World Series winner. He was a former All-Star, made his debut against the Yankees. He was the number two starter behind Jeremy Guthrie that year, which makes him a former Baltimore Oriole. And he owns a signed game used glove from Roger Clemens. Now there's
1: one, there's uh, there's a key I wrote in some of the uh clues. He finished his MLB career with the Cubs. Oh, MLB oh, appears was against the Braves.
0: Okay. Okay. That's good. I didn't uh to grab that he one. Made, right he he made eyes. his
1: MLB debut against the Yankees. So. Okay.
0: Interesting. Yeah. So right in or... Uh, I'll put this on Twitter. I'll put it on the Facebook page. If you know, uh, we don't really have any prizes to give away, but uh, you'll get our You'll get our, <laughs> you get a, the our grand gratitude. prize of an adipo ad- An attaboy, ad- ad- yeah.
1: An attaboy. Ad- <laughs> give you a shout, and I'll have you on slime to ring Bob there you, movies. There, there
2: you go. There you There you go. <laughs> Is that's, that a prize or is that punishment? That's punishment. <laughs> if you get the wrong for Justin, if you get the
1: wrong answer, I'm coming for you, and you're coming <laughs> on slimes. You know you'll you have watch no Bond. choice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So better get it right, Justin. Do your oh,
0: research because I'm coming gotta, for you. I'm
2: going to have to do some research now.
0: Um, real Vinny Greg, you got anything else about the Cubs before we move on?
2: That's all. Um, I, have. I was going to say, uh, there was a, another person in the Chris Bryant trade. It was Caleb Killian, right-handed okay. pitcher. Uh, between Double A and high A this year, he has 90.1 innings pitched. He has an ERA of 2.19, a whip of .863, uh, walks per nine of 1.1, and strikeouts per nine of 10. So not another bad. solid return in the the Bryant trade.
0: Yeah, not bad at all. Not bad at all. Um, real quick, before we move on to our whatever section, just a little bit around MLB. Uh, first of all, we have the field of the ge- Feel the games, feel the dreams game, feel the games, feel, <laughs> Field...
2: <laughs> and
0: now we're going to turn in the hunger games. after. <laughs> the game. yeah, exactly, uh, There's going to be people coming out of the cornfields at night. Yeah. Uh, survival <laughs> yeah. of the fittest. Um, the ticket prices. So which one you guys want to talk about the ticket prices? I know they were probably extremely expensive, but I don't know for certain how much they were going for. I, I will.
2: Um, yeah. StubHub had the average ticket price for the game uh at one thousand four hundred dollars while seat geek oh had their God. average ticket price uh of tickets sold at one thousand five hundred and fifty seven dollars so very affordable to take I... you and your family there to the and you were entered
1: trains. yeah for though I mean that that's on resale to get the tickets you were actually yeah. put into a lottery if I'm not mistaken and um, I actually knew expand fan that um you know, God got, was able to buy tickets because he was selected out of the lottery, but he actually put it on uh, resale on StubHub or something like that to make Jeez. a profit or something. But
2: I mean, whew,
1: that's crazy. <laughs> and I'm, I'm perfectly little, fine watching it at home
2: for that. Well, I'm a little disappointed. You speak say you watched it at home, but I'm a little disappointed with MLB. This is the perfect type of game to have it on just basic TV, basic Fox. Oh, absolutely. Have it there. Push whatever programming you're having and have Fox just put it on free TV. I mean, that's the best way to grow the game. You have something as awesome as that was. I watched the uh, introduction where the the players came out of the the cornfield, which was amazing. I'm not a big... Were you guys big Field of Dreams
0: um, to be honest, I've only seen the movie once. Uh, yeah,
2: I like the movie. Liked I'm not it. a diehard. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I think fine. I was really little when I saw bits and pieces of it. Yeah. I don't think I ever sat down and watched the whole thing the whole thing <laughs> through. But I mean, yeah. I even still thought it was really cool how they had them yeah. all come out and had mm-hmm. Kevin Costner there and everything. I just thought mm-hmm. that was amazing. Yeah, it was a cool um, idea. But just to admit, I mean, this is just another thing that MLB just doesn't know what they're doing. I mean, that was an easy thing. Just put it on TV so
0: anyone can watch it. Why not? <gasps> yeah. Well, oh, sorry. That's Bruce. He's <laughs> he, obviously clearly not a big fan of uh feel the dreams from Bruce. Not, not, I don't believe so. Or he Anywho. didn't like
2: my take on that. <laughs> <laughs> I liked, I
1: liked your take, Vinny. <laughs> I liked Thanks. it very much. Actually. I couldn't agree with you more. Oh, um, man.
0: Yeah, I I mean, um, yeah, I I feel bad for the people of Iowa in general. I was looking at the um, blackout restrictions just throughout the country, and there's, like, barely any way they get to watch any games. Like, it's insane. It's insane. So
1: story of story. I mean, even with the MLB TV garbage blacked out, you know, for, you know, anyone across, you know, the country, I'm pretty sure. So I was, like, stupid. Remember a couple years ago when they opened up the season in – Japan, I think it was like A's, Mariners. Mm -hmm. This was literally, you know, it started a couple days before, you know, the opening day in the States, but it it was still, you know, an opening game of one of the 162 blacked out across all of MLB TV. Mm. You literally buy the package, you know, to watch Major League Baseball, everything out of market, and you cannot watch the
2: opening game of the season. Could you imagine if Mm. the NFL... did something like that? No. It would be no. No, would, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because they they
0: they you know what they, they it yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's unfad. I
1: mean, it's just, I mean, if that gives any indication, I'm not saying it got better than that, but I mean that's just it's absolutely ridiculous. Yep. You know yeah. how that is. So do oh. to go, Jeez. Manfred. You suck. <sighs> uh
0: yeah, and then I saw they were offering a uh, apple pie baked hot dog with mustard and apple um. Jelly jam, what was it? Um, sign me up. That sounds is this with some Wisconsin State Fair? <laughs> that sounds like yeah. something right out I, of this Wisconsin I'm State Fair. <laughs> so, I'm trying to find apple pie, hot dogs. Okay, uh, so yeah, so like I, I, the whole mustard and apples just sounds disturbing to me, and I get the whole sweet and savory thing. Um, I guess it's a, it's a guy Fieri it joint, he's the one that came up with this. Does that sound right?
2: It sounds so sounds, the, sounds sounds like the king of that would. Uh, yeah, <laughs> flavor town. So, yeah. it's you know,
0: a, <laughs> go ahead,
1: Greg. I was just going to say, I think I'm in on that too. <laughs> really? Just because, yeah, <laughs> I think I I. Oh, it's just
2: you, you. yeah. I mean, just hearing it, you're like, ooh, I'm not sure, but it's like one of those things, I'm like, ooh, but I'm intrigued. Justin, you, so. Justin, would you have a a hamburger with peanut butter on it? I
0: have, yes, I have okay. it before.
2: Yes. Do you like it?
0: Yeah, it okay. was different, but it was okay. But okay, it's so, the same thing. Yeah, I, well, I don't know. Something about it being well, I'd say a pork product, but hot dogs, I don't even know what they are. Vinny, uh, it's all, beef. all beef hot dog. Vinny, would you have
1: a burger with a uh, blackberry jam on it? I try it. You have before. And Ooh. that's when we went to that Ted's Montana grill in the Glen. I told you it was really good and you tried it and you agreed with me. So when, when was that? Oh God, this was like, 10, <laughs> this was like, this was like nine years ago. <laughs>
2: was was I that, place clo- that place
1: closed? That place closed, that place closed down and uh, I always miss it. So I always think of that, but we, you, we went there once. I, f- I think
2: when? I had, are you sure <laughs> it, was, it was me? <laughs>
1: I remember it was you. Yes. I remember See, it I was can- you.
0: <laughs> I can get behind. Cause I
1: remember everywhere I've eaten. I remember who was there usually, too. <laughs> you were definitely there. You were definitely there. I can get
0: behind it, uh, so uh, a hot you dog. Trust me. <laughs> with mustard. I love. Uh, give me a good a good Chicago dog. I can get behind bacon with brown sugar on it. I, I love that. That's great, too. But the apple pie hot dog features an all beef hot dog, apple pie filling and Guy Fieri's signature bacon jam enclosed in a flaky pie crust. It is also topped with an apple mustard drizzle. Apple pie spice and demerara sugar. So give it to okay. me. Yeah. I want that
1: now. I, right. I think I think that sounds good. Yeah. Wait, uh, Justin, Justin, yes. you're a Chicago guy. Do you put you are a ketchup guy? Do you put ketchup on your hot dog? No,
0: that's a sim. I, don't put ketchup <laughs> Goodness. No, I, I'll I will just check in. I'll I will admit you give me a Polish sausage. I might put a little ketchup on that. Uh, but not a hot dog. Not a hot dog.
1: Okay. Only if I have no
0: mustard. If I have no mustard, then yeah. Mm. Um. So <laughs> a couple, couple, couple other things. Uh, Barstool Sports and Major League Baseball are teaming up, which to me is just a big what the fuck? What? Why? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. If you just cursing tonight, like uh, yeah, it just, it's like, great. The stupidity. <laughs> No, but yeah. we, we just talked about the blackouts, and then we're talking about having uh, hot dogs with apples. Uh, and now we're we're switching gears to barstool. So if, you don't, if you're if you not familiar with barstool sports, what would you call them? You don't want to be. Like, uh, but, I, I wouldn't call them a, a bunch radio of bros. network. A yeah, it's
1: exactly what it is. Vinny. Yeah. Bunch of bros. If
0: you took in college or in high school, the frat boy wannabes that thought they were tough shit and, you know, ho- cooler than thou. Um, and you, and you made them adults who didn't want to take any, uh, responsibility for any of their actions. That is barstool sports. Um, and I, 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 to be honest, I have nothing. I, I know I listened to ESPN 1000 occasionally for a while and they were doing a lot of stuff with barstool and I'm like, screw this. I don't, I don't want to hear these assholes (laughs) because they all, they all, they sound like dicks. Um, and just a couple of reasons why their, their founder, Dave Portnoy, uh, from what I've read about him is a pretty reprehensible guy. Um, just some of the stuff that comes out of his mouth. You know, he made some comments. Um, oh, I'm trying to see. I'll have to, I'll have to keep looking for it. But just, you know, rapes, not not rape stuff with involving him, but just comments about rape, comments about, you know, civil rights and comments about a bunch of stuff just seems kind of like a scumbag. They've had tons of... He's an asshole. Yeah, tons of accusations made against the company, tons of allegations. I know they've had court proceedings, I believe, against them. So why you're trying to grow the game and include a variety of people... Why would you go get some organization that is just a bunch of you know dickheads? I, I don't understand. They you know must I mean?
1: be very popular. They this, make this a lot of money. yeah, <laughs> that they make money and they're popular. That must—that's got to be the only angle here. Well,
2: I know. You know? I, I think they're big on the East Coast, which would yeah. a oh, big surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Ugh. But who, who strikes out more in a season, Manfred or Javi Baez?
0: I think Manfred's
1: oh. rate, yeah. rate. It's yeah. close. Yeah,
0: that's that's uh let's yeah, he yeah,
1: man. Um uh, the sad thing is Manfred's might look even worse. Too, so. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yes, I think I think you might be right. I think you right. might be right. So yeah, he just, uh, barstool, not a fan. Um, I know they have a pretty strong following online and, you know, whenever, when, whenever anyone says anything bad about them, you know, a lot of people come after people. We're next, so. we're next <laughs> but, uh, what are you, what are you going to do? You know, you can't win them all. So, uh, real quick, just to wrap up, cause I know we're running long, uh, Greg's possible retirement from fantasy baseball. Greg, why are you retiring from fantasy baseball?
1: Cause I can't fucking take it anymore. That's all.
0: <laughs> I retired from it a couple of years ago, to be it's honest, the worst. I don't, worst. Miss it. I don't it's the miss worst,
1: it. and we've had this league going for a while now, and everyone just gives up. The injuries are killers. The scoring is dumb. <laughs> just can't, just can't do it. Just can't. Yeah, I, I like, know, I like, I like drafting. Yeah, you know, drafting's teams. the best part. I think part. that's fun, and then just fuck it right after that (laughs) yeah Yeah, we can we can start bleeping ourselves out this is a cursing podcast this is a rough one sorry kids but
0: (laughs) (laughs) anyone who listens in the car with their kids in the back seat yeah
1: right Um, the other thing i had was um guys i don't know why i wrote this does anyone care about the nl east you know just screw the east i mean there's it's probably the tight it's probably the tightest race between the phillies mets and Braves, but who gives a shit at this? I'll be point. honest. There's
0: there's not a single team in the NL East that I actually like. Uh, and I'll, I like
1: the uh, Marlins. I've always kind of been a Marlins guy. Okay, yeah. Um, but that's I mean they're in last place. I, I've, I I was kind of like the Marlins in the '90s, you know. But yeah,
0: I, I was kind of big, like their
1: team. But yeah, yeah
0: I mean I, I was a big Braves guy, you know, in high school just because that's when TBS carried all their games. Yeah, so I would watch yeah. a ton of Braves games that were on TV. So I kind of got to know the team, and and I really liked listening to um not Skip Carey, Chip Carey, Chip, Chip. Chip Carey, yeah. I'm thinking of the George Offerman clip now. Yeah, uh, his son Chip, Make yeah, that Skip. Make that- um, yeah, I really liked them. But now, granted, since TBS took them off the superstation, you know, God, it's probably going on ooh, 15, 16, 17 years now. I haven't really followed them so. Yeah, I, I don't like the Phillies. I don't like the Mets. I don't like the Marlins. Um, yeah, the Braves are Na- kind of Nationals. No, I like, don't really like care the Nationals. Yeah, there. there's a
1: bunch of unlikable teams. You yeah, know? I just yeah. don't
0: care. Um, and then lastly, um, we'll talk, real quick, I'll go through this quick because we're running long. Cub, uh, the MLB 2022 draft order coming in in 10th is the Cubs, uh, followed by the Rockies, the Nationals, the Twins, Kansas City, the Marlins, Pittsburgh, Texas, Baltimore and then number one Baltimore. draft order right now is the Arizona Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks yeah. The Cubs for as crappy as they are, are still 16 games back from getting the first draft pick of the league of the, yeah, of the league. So got some work know. to do, but yep. yeah,
1: they're on pace.
0: Hey, if they, they got a, <laughs> they got a series
2: against the Marlins too, coming That's up. True. I think but They
1: DFA, they DFA Arietta though. So they got better. So race yeah. to the bottom.
0: <laughs> yeah, you no, know, it's, it's, uh, yeah, you know, if they can get in the top 10, I mean, their scouting department, they should be able to get people like Ian Happ and uh, Al- uh, Albert Almora type picks, you know? They should still be fine. Yeah. So, yeah, well, they got rid of McLeod, they could, so they're yes. okay. Oh, Jason McLeod. What? Did, did he have his he head just, up his ass for like 10 years straight? Like, he, oh my or he God. just kind
2: of sat around and didn't do anything. Yeah, I just <laughs> imagine
0: him being like Theo. He's so riding like, on the coattails. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <The, laughs> Theo and Judd said if I sit here they'll give me a treat when I when they get back yeah. like a dog you know? <laughs> uh, alright enough baseball talk uh, what are we watching boys What's, uh, what has caught your eye or ears I guess uh, Vinny what have you been watching lately on TV I
2: got two shows huh. um, well one I've i'm i'm bringing this one up only because i want you two guys to watch this okay i've been talking about this for years now Uh yes he has (laughs) on amazon prime you guys need to watch that it's an absolutely fantastic show it is a i guess an anti-hero uh type of movie it is uh based on i guess it's a comic right yeah it is actually based on the comic i i i yeah, not into comics, so or I no. should say I don't read comics. Um, but um, yeah, the it stars uh, stars Carl Urban, and mm-hmm. if you don't remember, Greg, yeah. do you remember what movie he was in for the MCU? Uh Thor Ragnarok. Yes, he was a uh, kind of a dorky character. He's the opposite he played, of that. He yeah, is a complete badass be, try, in this show. Yeah, turned out to be a hero in the end yeah. of that movie. Yep, <laughs> yep. but uh, yeah, the, the fantastic show. It's about normal human beings trying to take down the superheroes, which are loosely based on uh the uh what superman batman the the justice league and they're really corrupt
0: right yes they're
2: yeah yep they're very corrupt so it's yeah two seasons of it so far they have a third season on the way absolutely fantastic show if you like superhero stuff i highly recommend watching it it's definitely not a pg or pg 13 (laughs) it is an r-rated show so if you are young um Maybe it's not for you. You're going to have to wait a
0: little bit <laughs> or watch it when your parents are asleep. I uh, want to say, yeah, I watched the first episode when it first came out. And I was like, oh, this is pretty. This seems interesting. And then I was going to watch it with Erica because she said she might be interested. And then we never got around to watching it. So
2: and I, I told her about it and I like gave her the premise of it. And she goes, oh, wow, that would actually be really good. Yeah, the show Maybe sounds I should perfect watch it for her. Justin. But yeah, she would like it.
0: Yeah. So so
2: I have that, and then the the show that I actually am watching, well, I already finished watching it. It's a short series. Uh, I think you should leave with Tim Robinson. It's on Netflix. It is a comedy sketch show. Uh, it is awkwardly uh i guess i would call it awkward comedy um it kind of takes like certain situations and then takes them to the next level of just awkwardness (laughs) um uh, uh, bob odenkirk is in one of the skits uh, this season and it is it is he's fantastic and of course everything he's in is fantastic but uh if you're a fan of sketch comedy uh, i highly recommend it um and just if if it makes you feel uncomfortable, just keep watching it. It makes you feel good huh? <laughs> or just keep watching it. It'll, it'll get better and maybe get funny. Who knows? I, but you know,
0: I watched are all the, are all the sketches like, like five minutes or shorter Vinny? Yeah. This, I think okay. each episode is like 10 minutes. They're really short. Cause I watched really short episodes. So I watched one where the guy crashes his car into the uh, clothing store and he's dressed like a hot dog. That one, I I thought that was funny. I showed it to Erica, and she's like, "No, this is weird." And then I also, yeah, I watched one where um they go to a haunted house, and the host that of the haunted so house good. It's like, oh, you know, the, it's the late show. You know, we can we can swear a little bit in this one, and the main character just t- doesn't understand. Yes, you can swear, but it doesn't have to be every single time you talk.
2: And really awkward, awkward like yeah. swear words. Yeah, like holy yeah.
0: shit. Yeah, um, yeah, no pun intended. Well, yeah, I, I really need to give that a go because it definitely that awkward vibe is. It's, I would, it's pretty like, funny. like like cringe cringeworthy, as the kids say, it's cringy, you know? well, so. that,
2: the, the, then one of the like the more funnier, not awkward skits is when they have uh, his Tim Robinson like do a reality TV show where he dresses up as an old guy kind of like Johnny Knox. okay. So the old guy costume that they have him dressed up in is just just really ridiculous and not believable it's like a big <laughs> rubber mask on and i'm sure you guys have seen the memes pop around where it's the old guy with like big white hair and then it's i don't want to be here anymore <laughs> and he he's like he's talking about how he doesn't want to do the skit and then it just ends up with him saying he pretty much doesn't want to live anymore and the oh guy's God. Like, uh, we don't have to do this show anymore and then he's like what's the show going to be about that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've heard a ton about the sloppy steaks. I got us find that episode. Yes. I, that's yes I mean,
2: and if you want to get an idea of what uh, the bar of stools uh, sports guys are like, those are the, the sloppy steak guys. Okay. <laughs> that's what okay. they're like. Slick back hair, making sloppy steaks. Yeah.
0: <laughs> got it. All right. Nice. Very cool. Uh, Greg, what about you? What have you been watching? Uh, nothing
1: really that exciting for me guys. <laughs> I know that I came up with the idea because I know you guys are, you know, more into TV than I am. But you're um, watching the Snyder cut, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, in progress, I suppose. You,
0: you're um, probably going to have to might, restart it as this? I, I was
1: just going to say, Justin. I probably have to restart again and go through my, you know, <laughs> slow musical interlude scenes with the Flash taking 20 minutes to rescue someone, which is the opposite of the Flash <laughs> when of an eye. It takes twice as long. <laughs>
0: Uh, anyway, you're not uh, wrong. guys,
1: I watched the first episode of Hard Knocks yesterday. Oh, of, yeah. Um, yeah. Dallas Cowboys. Well, that was, that was actually pretty good. A lot of stuff on, uh, you know, Dak going through his injuries and stuff like that. And uh it's mostly just Dak. And
0: Zeke. I heard there was something on there about Jerry Jones putting salt on his McDonald's breakfast or something. New-
2: oh, I heard <laughs> about sitting, that.
0: <laughs> he's sitting there talking to the athletic trainer.
1: You know, it is. You know, desk right there, and he unwraps, you know, what, like a, you know, sausage egg biscuit from McDonald's to the grill. I thought. He's got a salt shake right there and like a a glass of milk. (laughs) And he's just sitting there talking to the athletic trainer, talking about Dak, and all he wants to sit him. He's just salt in the hell out of his breakfast sandwich. I'm like, Jerry,
0: you're going to fucking die. Man, he's got, he's got enough that, sodium you know, in it already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good <laughs> they, God. They used to use salt uh, to preserve meat back in the day. Maybe, <laughs> maybe he's just trying to preserve himself. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. how he's doing it. He's not looking too great these days. <laughs> no,
1: so. that, that might be what he's doing right there. Might so. want to was...
0: dial down the sodium intake yeah. there, Jerry. A little bit, a little oh, bit. Oh, um, God. Uh, the other
1: guys, I, I am way behind on this documentary. I know huh? it premiered on is is it ESPN? Now it's on Netflix. I'm just starting to watch The Last Dance. The oh, Craig, it's so good! I haven't watched I that, that yet. Oh yeah, oh, oh, I am, Vinny, oh, I, I have started really it. Really, it's it. so
0: good. I'm
1: really enjoying it. Yeah
0: that because
1: uh, it's almost it's almost what two years old
0: now isn't it yeah uh, it came out yeah it came out like the april that when the pandemic started so oh a it did year and okay half, yeah okay but, year I mean, and a half it, yeah it's yeah, going yeah. on two years it feels close like close enough so.
1: um oh, yeah no so just, just great and uh vinnie for you i finished loki i finished it a while Thank ago you. i just haven't i haven't caught up with you on it for a little while now i very much enjoyed it i thought the ending was terrific Mm-hmm. I I don't want to say underwhelmed is the right. I get word it. Yeah, I know what um, you mean. He he, who remains. Yeah, I don't know. And spoilers for those of you who haven't seen Loki. Justin, are you good? Is this gonna affect you or whatever?
0: Oh wait, I got my earbuds up. <laughs> <laughs> Let me listen no, to it louder. No, I don't yeah. care. Go ahead. Um, I've think- I've seen a lot of this stuff about it already. So okay. I don't know where
1: you're at, Vinny. I, I I actually thought, and I saw a couple articles on, on this after I finished uh, the the episode. Yep. But I thought he who remains was going to be Carl Mordor from Doctor Strange. I thought
2: that was going to be the twist. I don't know
1: if you remember that character. Oh,
2: was he? He was a guy at the end, right? That was part of the. Um, oh, I I can't remember the group that. Doctor Strange was a part that. Yes, yeah, so he, he was whatever. initially
1: an ally, but then he kind of yep. he has the same uh, he he kind of has different uh, ideals. Yes, than the way Doctor Strange was going played, but I forget the actor's name. Yeah, I, I yep, actor. I remember. Yep, um, I thought was gonna be, oh, was gonna that was going to be going to be kind of like the, I didn't even you know, think about that. Right, that kind of been... like the manipulation of time and everything. He yeah. created the um, all the timekeepers and everything. I thought that's yeah. the direction they were going the dialogue for me in that last scene was a little bit little bit shaky for me a little slow um but overall i thoroughly enjoyed it and i thought the yeah. ending uh kind of when was, everything goes to hell was uh, yeah, was terrific kind of like the um the uh the uh foreshadowing in the preview for season uh 2 so
2: See, yep season 2 and i think it's supposed to also be part of ant-man and uh yes yes the
1: quantum Manium, the quantum Manium. yes because that character he who remains um, well, it's we'll not him. It. It's not him. It's the actor. Yeah, and kind of like a timeline. It's it's getting pretty crazy with the timeline. It, it, it's him, but it's but, a, v-
2: a variant. A very vari- a variant, a of, a him.
1: variant yeah. of him. Yes, that's the big thing on the show. Your variants of yeah. uh, of things. So. uh um, I, I I enjoyed it very much. Some of those, those early episodes really, really were awesome when it all kind of got going right yeah. there. So, but yeah, enjoyed I just like how overall. they tied
2: it, it right into Endgame, that was fantastic. How they just did that right from yeah. the
1: bat, yeah, yeah, and it was perfect. They 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 always knocked it out of the park with their yeah. with their um, continuity and everything. Yep. So, uh, uh, really enjoyed the series. I don't know how I rank it versus the others right now. I still want to say uh falcon winter soldier was my favorite i think but uh i'll i'll, I'll enjoy it all three wandavision yeah. and uh loki as well so
2: are you gonna watch marvel what if yeah that yeah. just came out okay. i think it this just week came out, yeah. yesterday
1: yesterday was yeah.
2: yeah i gotta check that, that looks out you interesting- it I, don't, I don't i haven't is it so is it it's gonna well obviously it's gonna be all um uh like Animated? Computerized and yeah, animation, yeah, yep, yeah. Um, it's getting late, my brain's shutting down. Uh, animation, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, I just I remember watching a trailer for it, and it, yeah, it looked, looked pretty Like they had a uh, Killmonger from Black Panther, yeah, teaming oh. up with Tony Stark from the first Iron Man, yeah, like, that was kind of them. the opening
1: to the trailer, yeah. yeah. I was like, That's oh, this is
2: this looks interesting, but yeah, so it's going to sure. tell different storylines. On I'm,
1: I'm guessing, yeah, kind of like uh, uh, what could have been, you know, timelines and stuff yeah. like that, pretty much, exactly, exactly. Now that there's like timelines going every which way yeah. on the mcu so a bunch of nexus do couple, events <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> that, that was cool that was that was that was cool what they came up with for that that, yeah. was, that was pretty neat so
0: what would you guys recommend i have not seen any of those shows if i if, if if i was just gonna watch one which one should i go for of the marvel of the yeah the marvel ones that came out
2: i would say probably falcon and the winter soldier yeah, falcon, that's what i falcon would say
0: the
1: Okay, I think that's <laughs> the one you can jump. in. I think that's probably yeah. the most relatable to all audiences because um, mm-hmm. it kind of deals with more modern conflicts. Would you say, Vinny? And yeah, kind of. Like, oh yeah, kind of fantasy, which is Wandavision
2: and uh, Loki. Loki, Loki <laughs> is kind of like a mind trip too. Yeah, exactly. All the timelines and stuff like that. Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you can just kind of sit down, and watch. It's, and it's just like yeah. an action.
0: It's just like, a, it's like, like an action. Captain America. It's, okay, yeah. exactly
2: it's, yep, it's exactly. funny
0: like i i don't dislike marvel i liked avengers i liked endgame um infinity war was good you know I, I love spider-man he's right up there with batman for me but i i don't know why like i don't know if it's just i'm not the biggest marvel guy but i've had no drive to watch any of those shows i don't know and i've heard they're all really good i mean i know erica loved wandavision for and she's not a marvel person at all mm-hmm. but uh yeah, I will have to give uh give one of them a chance at least. So yeah, I think
1: all these shows are pretty you know that can be uh are pretty accessible to all, all all audiences. Yeah, um, and they do something for the big fans too by tying them into things, which may be confusing right. to some people. But I think everyone can appreciate uh, what they're doing because they're all
0: they're all still all
1: standalone stories. Um, at this point,
0: I so. feel like you give me a a show about the X Men, I would watch it tomorrow. I don't. I don't know why I like the X Men more than uh, the Avengers, but I guess the the cartoon from the '90s is still on there. I should go back and watch that, great, at least for the theme great song. Cartoon. Yep. The theme great cartoon. Yeah, theme song was cartoon. the best. Yeah. All right, I only have a few things because I know it's getting late. Um, MTV's The Challenge season 37: Spies, Lies, and <laughs> Allies is on tonight, or came on yesterday. I don't know if you guys have ever watched The Challenge, but it is amazing. It's all the old real world and road rules people who have now aged out so now it's all the like bullshit shows on mtv and a bunch of other people from now they have teams from like germany and romania and it's it's pretty much just a big soap opera but it's a bunch of different obstacle challenges they got to do and then there's there's did erica get you into that show i feel like erica used to watch that (laughs) yeah yeah we watch it every uh every season which i don't know how it's on season 37 the first season was like 2005 I think so It's also kind of sad because there's still a few people That are on from like when I was in high school watching The real world and they're still on this And they're pushing 40 now and it's like
2: Oh, that's oh, all,
0: right. so, yeah. all they but have yeah but i mean like the, the prize got. money is like hundreds of thousands of dollars so if you win once I, I get why you'd keep coming back but uh yeah so i've been watching that really excited that's back um brooklyn 99 returns for its final season i think it starts tonight or yesterday so i gotta watch that on hulu tomorrow that's a great show if you've ever watched that before with um Andy Sandberg and who else is up? there's a variety of people on there yeah um the other one that I just I have the box set on dvd uh my sister got it for me a while back because it was one of those shows that I remember watching once or twice as a kid but never got into um you guys ever watch third rock from the sun as kids oh yeah oh so I started watching the box set like that is a really fun silly stupid show like I really like it like I'm glad yeah it was funny John Lithgow is just awesome. I and I like Joseph gordon He's good. a lot, but John Lithgow French
1: Stewart. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, the the, the, best, the less said about him, probably the better. He's like I the only did, one that didn't, didn't go on to really have a career after uh, Third Rock, but
1: right, uh, he did some commercials and a couple other small like things, pistachios
0: yeah. maybe, I don't know,
1: <laughs> something like that. He did a cigarette commercial. I remember, you know, anti-smoke. He's like, hey, okay. what's what's worse than a cigarette in your ear? A cigarette in your mouth. Don't
0: smoke. That was it. It, so. it, it should have just been, <laughs> if you smoke, you'll talk like me. And that would have been like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> that would have worked. That would have
1: got me to quit. So. so I
0: made it through. I watched a, a good chunk of season two the other day while I was, um, what was I doing? I was cleaning out one of the closets because uh, we got a new, we got carpet installation coming next week. So the last thing I will say that I watched, and I'm hoping you guys watch it because I'm curious. I think I might be the only one who just kind of thought it was meh. But the new Suicide Squad, I really. Ooh, uh, you, to, you texted us about that. Yeah, and I'm not ago. trying to be some contrarian asshole here, but. Um, that's what we do on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. But yeah, like, I, I am. I'm clearly from our Marvel discussion. I am way more a DC guy. I am a Snyder Cut apologist at this point. Um, but the Suicide <laughs> Squad movie like started off really good. I was like, oh, man, this is great. We want you know, I was watching it. And then it just kind of got boring. I'm like, where is this going? And then it would perk up for like five, ten minutes, and then it would go back to being really okay. boring. Hmm. And then the final like set piece was kind of interesting, but it was really drawn out. And then it was just over. And I'm like, so does okay. does the Suicide Squad have <laughs> anything
1: to do with Suicide Squad? Like, is this a soft reboot or is this a continuation? Right
0: um, here? I would say, uh, let's see. She got Amanda Waller is the head of the Suicide Squad is back. Yeah, right. Harley Quinn is back. You got what's his name? Captain or Lieutenant? Captain Boomerang.
1: Oh, Captain oh, Boomerang. Flag. Yeah, he's back. Rick, Flag, Rick yeah. Flag,
0: the the military guy in charge is back.
1: Yeah, Robo. Um,
0: but there's no reference to the previous movie. Okay. Um, but it takes, I guess, takes place in the same universe because you have all these same characters and stuff. Yeah. Um, this one I think did a better job. I was listening to another podcast that talked about this. Is in the first Suicide Squad, the whole point is they're this, you know, covert black ops organization that the public's not supposed to see because it's all these horrible criminals. And then in the first movie, they throw them into a city that, like everyone's living in. <laughs> At least yeah. this one, um, they throw them on a remote island um, that you know has a, uh, a military base and things like that. It's run by a corrupt leader and so <clears throat> forth. The one cool thing, and I didn't realize this until I had read about it, was... Do you remember in Batman 1989, the Joker uh, comments on the pictures that Vicki Vale takes that which ones he likes? Do you remember which photos he liked? This is a deep cut.
1: Yeah, the yeah ones, but I don't. Rem- the ones with the bodies, right? The yes. d- yeah. bodies. Yeah. The,
0: yes. And that was from her time on an island called Cortês del something. Yeah. yeah. C- C- okay. Corta Maltese. Yeah. Yes. Corta Maltese. Yeah. yeah. Well, the island that Suicide Squad takes place on is Corta Maltese. Cool. You're okay. So that is a cool little tie-in. Yeah. um But overall, would I watch it again? Maybe. I don't know. Like, if you're gonna see a DC movie, I highly recommend go see or or, or watch it on HBO Max. Watch Birds of Prey. That Birds was actually really good. Yeah. Okay.
1: You've raved about that movie. You
0: and McGregor so. as Black Mask was awesome. He was really yeah. good. He was really good. So, yeah, that's uh, that's all I got. Besides, which
1: one did you yeah. like better, Justin? The Suicide Squad or, or suicide. suicide Squad?
0: I, To be honest, <laughs> I think uh they're both just kind of eh to me. Like, I okay. didn't really care. That's how it.
1: I felt about the first Suicide Squad movie. Yeah,
0: like I was for both of them. I was so excited about the trailers for the first one with, you know, they were playing Queen and like oh, the uh, trailer Ballroom was so Blitz, good. And I'm like, these trailers oh, are amazing. So this looks great. And then we saw it and I'm like, yeah, that was OK. And then same thing with this one. The first couple trailers looks really good. Then I think it was like the third trailer. I'm like, eh, I don't know about this. And then <laughs> like, it's OK. But like everywhere online in on Twitter, people are just raving about, oh, my God, this is the best DC movie. Yeah, it's getting in good recent reviews memories. And It's getting good I don't, reviews. I don't see it like it's not it's not horribly bad, um,
1: but just nothing special. Huh? No.
0: King Shark is voiced by Sylvester Stallone, which is cool and it's literally <laughs> like rocky one level voices <laughs> uh nice so yeah so at least you got okay. too but yeah so that's that's all i got um yeah i guess i guess that that about does it uh Vinny, greg you got anything else you want to add before we wrap up
1: i got ooh. nothing got i nothing? think ooh, we did we we covered some good stuff today yeah boy. we yeah. did we did we're all, all watching right. good stuff. I'll have to check out The Suicide Squad now, just yes. And The Boys. Where can I watch yes. The Boys? Amazon, Amazon Prime. Prime I mean. Amazon Prime. Watch I'm that God. first, please. I, I'm <laughs> that tired first. of Vinny,
0: beating Vinny that needs somebody to
1: talk to yeah. about it.
2: Oh, <laughs> well, why don't you watch the goddamn show? <laughs> yeah. Vinny, does Gretchen <laughs> watch that one or no? He does a little bit, but there's some like gore in it. yeah. Too well, I know the first
0: episode someone gets split in half and I'm like, Oh, I know what type of show this is going to be. Holy cow. So yeah, it's, it's pretty five, five minutes, I think. So, yep. All right. Well, on that note, thank you for listening to baseball and whatever. Uh, again, if you want to comment or email or reach out to us about the Cubs, the Sox, major league baseball, what you are watching, uh, or if you want to tell me that suicide squad is the greatest, uh, film masterpiece known to man feel free and let me know <laughs> i will tell you you're wrong but that is neither here nor there you can email us at baseball whatever gmail.com facebook.com slash baseball and whatever and tweet us at baseball and what. We will be back next week sometime. If all goes well, we'll be having our guys with from um, Vinny. What's the name of the Disney show again?
2: Disney on the Rocks.
0: Disney on the Rocks. I always forget that. Uh, <laughs> I talked to them this week. They had to postpone because they uh, their, their one guy got sent on a business trip. So we're going to hopefully catch up with them next week. And uh, we will talk to you guys then. So thanks again for listening. And we will see you next time. Take it easy. Thanks, everyone.